Where and what is your sweat equity? What measures are you prepared to invest in yourself? Because that's what it is, folks. A higher quality of life and improvements in your quality of life and your health are an investment. Newsflash, everybody, you're always on a diet. I want you to view this as mental fitness. As we all know, aesthetics are not health. If we're absolutely honest, anyone that embarks on a diet is looking to reduce their body fat, not their weight. Weight is How just mass. I can take five kilos off you with a chainsaw. You won't be any healthier, but you'll have reached your goal. Hello and welcome to the Fitness Without Filter podcast. Today we're going to be talking about pre-workouts and why you're probably doing it wrong. I know that sounds a bit aggressive, but I will prove my point fairly quickly. Okay, so pre-workout users, having worked and trained people in gyms all around the world, you are fairly stereotypical and see if it sounds familiar. Okay, so you're walking into the gym with a bag over your shoulder, you've got your phone in one hand, your car keys in your pocket, and your gym membership card in the other hand. Now, you're going to go up to the change room and you're going to emerge shortly after that already armed with your headphones, your hoodies in your locker, and you are shaking a sip from a bottle of a luminously unnatural coloured liquid for at least five minutes, like your life depended on it. It's the holy grail that contains your pre-workout, that elixir of athletic excellence that you're going to take, and it's going to help you smash your workout and become the god that you wish you were right at this moment. Except it isn't, and it won't. Now, what a bummer, eh? That's, that's reality, sadly. Instead, what's most likely to happen is you are not really going to start to feel much until you're about halfway through the workout. Maybe by the time you get to the shower, you're feeling a little bit more peppy than you were when you walked in, and you're experiencing the most of this in the car on the way to work. Now, why does this happen? Well, apart from the junk filler ingredients that nearly all pre-workouts contain, which, by the way, are usually unnamed and hidden behind such fantastical labels as proprietary blend, yeah, that secret blend that only the company that makes it can actually know, and it's nearly entirely crap. The active stimulants won't start to become noticeable until they are digested. This can take anywhere from 20 to 45 minutes, depending on that particular brand of ingredients and the rate at which you absorb them in your stomach. Now, if you start drinking your pre-workout as you arrive at the gym or even during your workout, it won't be noticeable to, uh, to you until you're probably halfway through or you're finished you're at the end so you know what was the point in the first place so you can look forward to experience the lovely sensation of those electric blue bubblegum flavored burps as it repeats on you when you're climbing into your car and you're off to your job you're off to your college class now typically the ingredients that provide this kick that buzz that you might feel that slight sort of like tingly sensation are a mixture of sugars and sweeteners and then caffeine or a similar stimulant Depending on a few factors, you are not going to notice much change uh, immediately, obviously. And it, you may be a good hour um, into whatever you're doing before you see much sensation at all. It could even be a case of you get to work and that first half an hour is a really intense experience at your desk. Now, your pre-workout may not even register to you at all. And there are a few factors for that, okay? First one of which is potency. Now, the amount of stimulant per recommended amount of the daily use, which the, the manufacturer dictates to you, will dictate how effective the product is. Now, this has to be measured against how much you actually use in the, the bottle that you, you mix it in and how diluted you make it, all right? So whether you drink it over the course of 45 minutes or you pour just enough water into mix it and you down it inside of a second. Now, different brands will have different degrees of potency depending on their preferred ingredients, how much profit they want to make, essentially. And in some cases, that's a deliberate part of their marketing. I'm sure if you've ever bought one of these products, you'll have seen things across the side of the cups, the containers, like stronger than our competitors, hardcore, extreme, 2.0, max power, whatever, sort of similar slogans. Now, some sports have actually included pre-workouts and even strong coffee in certain amounts. 
in their banned substance list because of potential beneficial effects. Now, at the time of this recording in February of 2022, it should be noted that uh, some sports did just recently take coffee off the banned substance list. So if you're taking part in uh, even higher level amateur sport, you may want to genuinely check what you are allowed to take. And if it includes uh, anything with a strong caffeine content, I know uh, certainly triathlon, depending on whereabouts you're participating, the rules do uh, dictate that certain stimulants are not allowed. So another factor here in how effective this pre-workout may or may not be is tolerance. Now, a regular user of a pre-workout can pretty much render the substance uh, less than effective because in much the same way as someone who drinks a lot of strong coffee uh, notices, over time you become more tolerant to what you have frequently. So if you, for example, found out you really got buzzed out your head on one strong, uh, strong cup of coffee the first time you had it, maybe a month down the line of having one or two a day now, it's totally dulled the sensation of that and it doesn't really have much the same effect. And it's the same with a pre-workout, whichever brand it is that you're having. It's also worth noting, by the way, that apart from some small possible benefit from the sugar and sweeteners in that drink, that thing you're consuming, you will not experience any increase in energy whatsoever. I know, sounds crazy, right? You need to convert a fat or sugar-based substance you've ingested into chemicals to produce energy. That's how your body works. The caffeine or whatever else in your pre-workout cannot be converted into energy. That's not how it gets broken down. Instead, what you're feeling is the nervous system's response to the stimulant factor of that. Okay, That's why some years ago there were a couple of substances on the market as pre-workouts that were actually banned and, and pulled off the shelves because they contained so much stimulant it was deemed as dangerous. And, but that meant there were a lot of people that were jittering away like crack addicts when they were having this uh, pre-workouts and they, they felt like they could take on the world, but that was because they were taking the equivalent of like 14 cups of coffee. So not a good deal. So this leads me to the old school recommendation if you feel this is like what you want to do before a workout, before training and whatever it is you're doing. And my personal approach, okay, if you are after that whole pre-workout sensation, then a cup of plain old back coffee is the way to go. All right. It's cheaper. It's free of useless additives and ingredients. And you can totally tailor it to what you would like. Do you want a hot coffee? Do you want a cold coffee? Do you want it strong? Do you want it just enough that you can notice it? And whatever else you want to do. If you're one of those oddballs who puts cream and syrup and God knows what else into it, I hate you, but do your thing. If you are packing a good attitude when you go to the gym and you're not dehydrated and maybe you've got some favorite music in your headphones, then that coffee can just help you feel like you're going to achieve that bit more and give you the bit of a buzz that, that you want. And I can understand why you'd have it. All right. So that's what I'm talk- going to talk to you about when it comes to pre-workouts. Okay. The better or maybe additional way to go here is if you've got the time before exercising, right? if you're training early in the morning and, and you can do it in, in enough time. So 20 minutes, half an hour or more before you're actually going to start working. My personal recommendation is get yourself some easily digestible, simple sugar sauce, whether a banana or an energy energy gel or something similar. Have that. Let it digest in your system, and that will potentially give you a greater source of energy. It'll give you that little bit of a boost that you will notice in terms of energy. You know, match that up with a, a cup of black coffee, and you will be good to go. 